This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about when we speak, we've got to speak both truthfully and having flavour to our words, that is having some bite, having some impact, not just simply nice, pious cliches, but at the same time being gracious. Now, the trick is to balance all these things. As you say, we can rant and rave and be saying what might be orthodox things, truthful things, but we're saying it in such a way, uh, as you suggest, people are not getting that message because all they're hearing is the tone of our voice. We've got to be more careful the way we understand the different media of communication. Welcome to the new Look LifeWords Q&A podcast, tackling your tricky questions about the Christian faith. I say new look not just because of the new logo, but also a new host. You can probably tell I'm not Andrew Morris. Andrew is actually my office buddy and he passed on the baton to me. And so I'm your new host, Claire Bruce. By day, I'm a journalist at Hope 103.2, the Christian radio station in Sydney, and I do love to ponder tricky questions. Now, the element of this podcast, of course, that remains the same is our wise and knowledgeable answerer of questions, our font of wisdom. David Ray, welcome back. Thank you, Claire. Good to be back. For those who don't know, David is a pastor, broadcaster, writer. He's the man behind the LifeWords daily devotional that you can read and subscribe to at the website of Hope1032. Now, this year on the show, we're going to focus on one tricky question per episode. So, without further ado, let's jump in to this week's question. When I'm standing up for my faith, how do I not sound like a spiritual snob? Now, this is something we've probably all encountered to some degree. When we speak out publicly on some issue of our faith, maybe it's just at work or with a friend or on social media, there's always a risk that we can sound a bit arrogant or superior, like we're sitting on our moral high horse, so to speak, and judging people. David, so how can we make sure our speech in public is both truthful but also gracious to other people? Yeah, it's a big challenge, Claire, because part of the problem is with public speech and private speech, I can talk to some people privately about different tricky issues and I'll speak in one way because there's eyeball to eyeball, uh, there's often a relationship. But when it comes to public speech, I might not have any particular relationship with people. For example, a sign out the front of the church. Uh, I've seen some church signs that are absolutely dreadful, (laughs) not because they're saying something untrue, but because they're saying it in such a way that it's very liable to be misunderstood. Mm. And so often the message can be, come to church and uh, we're much better than you are. We are right. You are wrong. (laughs) Now, there can be some truth in that. But at the same time, it comes across very harshly. It comes across as as proud and superior, because the problem is that our Christian faith is both very simple but extremely complex, mm. and public speech is it's very hard to make the complex things simple without oversimplifying. So, therefore, we can come across totally misrepresenting what we're trying to say. I find this in doing even radio work the way I do and also in preaching sermons or anything. Sometimes people misunderstand something because you've only got a limited amount of time and space and words to say something. And so we can easily uh, be misrepresented, be misunderstood, and so 
while we might not be feeling morally superior, we come across like spiritual snobs, as you say. Mm-mm. One thing I know that is so important is our tone. Mm. <laughs> and the words that we say might have a certain intention, but the way in which they're said might say something completely yes. different. So if you've got something to say on a hot-button issue like maybe sex trafficking or ethical consumerism or a politician caught in an extramarital affair, you might have a strong opinion, but if we just rant in capital letters, it'll fall on deaf ears, won't it? It, it will, and it fails the test of being gracious. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about when we speak, we've got to speak both truthfully and having flavour to our words, that is having some bite, having some impact, not just simply nice, pious cliches, but at the same time being gracious. Now, mm. the trick is to balance all these things. As you say, we can rant and rave and be saying what might be orthodox things, truthful things, but we're saying it in such a way, uh, as you suggest, people are not getting that message because all they're hearing is the tone of our voice. We've got to be more careful the way we understand the different media of communication. Writing is different to speaking and speaking in public is different to speaking in private. I've seen some pronouncements from the head office of church denominations and and I've shuddered, not because they're wrong, Mm. but because it's coming across in such a way, just just cold hard words in print. It's It's coming across very harshly. Mm. It's not meant to be. Those same church people who put out that press release or so on can speak in a much more gentle, respectful tone Mm. of voice if it's one-to-one. So maybe a good tip, a good takeaway for this question is pause before you blurt Mm. and and perhaps listen before you speak. Oh, that's right. And that comes from the Bible. Uh, Be quick to listen, slow to speak. And that is so true. Um, We are often responding to situations and speaking out without having first listened to what the question or what the situation is. Many years ago, I uh, I used to write a little newspaper column called The Church Speaks Out, and so many Christians would write in and say, Reverend Ray, when are you going to tackle the subject of abortion in your columns? Mm. Now, I had 150 words, Mm. and I had to say to them, I'm not going to tackle that vexed subject In 150 words, Mm. I have an opinion on it, Mm. I have a view on it, I'm happy to teach or lecture on it, but I'm not going to somehow or other speak 150 words into that subject. Some people are saying, well, all you've got to do is to say it's wrong or all you've got to do is to say it's justified or something. Mm. No, no, no. Mm. People will misunderstand. Mm. And so, therefore, that's one case where I would say, no, if you simply rant and rave and put the Christian view and try to put it across 150 words, you might be speaking some truth, but you might be being pastorally insensitive. Mm. So there's always this tension between being able to sort of express complex things in a helpful way to people and a gracious way to people and yet refraining from oversimplifying. Mm, Something in the Bible that comes to mind for me is where Paul speaks to the people who worship the unknown God. Mm -hmm. He is referencing something in that local culture which will resonate with his audience. He wouldn't reference the unknown God if he was in the synagogue speaking to Jewish people. Well, what you're highlighting there is clear is, yes, he has been culturally sensitive. Know your audience. Yes, know your audience in Acts 17, which you're referring to in the Greek marketplace. He spoke as if to Greeks, but yes, if he's in a Jewish synagogue, he's understanding his market, his audience, Mm. quite, quite different. And that's what we've got to become 
become better at because someone who comes to me with a particular question, um, I can hear the words of that question, I can read the words of that question, but I have to say, what is behind the question? What's in the heart? Mm. You see, someone might say to me, David, why does God allow suffering? Well, that's a doozy, isn't it? Um, But they could be saying it from a philosophical point of view. Let me wrestle with this academically. But they could have said it because they've just uh, lost a child Mm. through a terrible childhood illness. So I've got to answer one way to one person and Mm. one way to another. So therefore, this issue of sensitivity to finding out what's behind the question is very important. Some people, you can have a really good, old, robust one-to-one debate with them. That's Mm. fine. But other people, you've got to hold your punches, as it were. You've got to just step back and be very, very sensitive because they're very, very Mm. wounded people. Well, for those who are listening, I hope that's helped you out. If it has, don't forget to share this episode with your friends. This has been Claire Bruce and David Ray. Thank you, David, for your wisdom and insights this week. Thanks, Claire. And if you would like to submit a question, send it in to lifewords at hopemedia.com.au and we'll be back next week with another episode of LifeWords Q&A. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.